Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How the NBA finished the regular season with two teams punching each other and an investigation into tanking. Timberwolves today saying Rudy Gobert will not travel to L.A. to play the Lakers. He's suspended. So it's a wide-open postseason, maybe more than ever. Picks and possibilities with this panel. Also, whether Odell Beckham going to Baltimore, getting paid by Baltimore, might mean Lamar Jackson signs back on. Let's go around that horn. Seems like the Mavericks didn't think it was a wide-open playoff, huh? <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. <laughs> Why is that me? <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Operation Garage Slop. John Rob. Rob Slop. That's a 60-year-old reference for you, Timmy. Come, come now, Mr. Rom. We both know you enjoy green jackets as much as I do. But was it a Rom win or a Kepka loss? Come, come now, Mr. Kalashaw. I expect you to reply. Uh, the answer is that shot you just showed by Brooks Kepka. Look, I like John Rom a lot. He's the best golfer in the world. He deserves a green jacket. He'll win more majors. I loved Seve and uh, Old Thobble. I won't say as a kid. I'll just say as a younger person. But having said all that, <laughs> that was a choke by Brooks Kepka, and there's no other way I can see to look mm. at it. He began Sunday morning 13 under par. Mm. He finished Sunday evening 8 under mm. par. The Brooks Kepka, who was the best golfer in the world, playing on the PGA Tour in 2018 and 2019, winning four majors. He never let down in the fourth round of a major. If he was leading, he took it to the house. He didn't shoot three over par 75 on a perfect day where Phil Mickelson is shooting 65. So I have trouble with the idea that Kepka hasn't been a little bit. I know he came off an injury, but he's, he's obviously fine now. This is not the same Brooks Kepka. He doesn't play on a competitive tour. And, and I don't want to hear how the live showed itself well because a bunch of guys make the cut. Mm. Everybody makes the cut. Mm. Two-thirds of the field makes the cut at the Masters. Wow. Israel Ooh. Gutierrez, Rob win or a Kepka loss? I really want to give it to Rom and just say, man, you start the day having to play more than 18 holes. You're four behind and you end up winning by four. It's a pretty good day for you. But I'm with Tim here. Mm. There was some sort of choking moments there from Brooks Kepka, And it's not just that he hasn't done it this way in the past. Just look at the weather, for example. It was great on Sunday, and he happened to have his worst day there. And, you know, you, you look at uh, people talking about this whole idea that live golfers maybe haven't competed in so long and can't really sort of uh, compete in these settings anymore. I think that's nonsense. I think it's just a guy who, you know, was bothered by some things, whether it was the really slow play. And you look at Brooks Kepler, and he gets bothered by a lot, whether it be Bryson DeChambeau or other slow players. He gets bothered a lot, and so maybe it just got in his head. Maybe <laughs> just had a bad day. But in terms of which one yeah. do you give more credit to, I, I got to credit Kepka for not performing the same way he did. So, I mean, this is not a knock on John Rahm, as they like to say, but I'm looking through a peephole pee and I see you guys <laughs> knocking on the door here. Let's go. Kevin Blackstone, please. Well, since you want to bring up history, Tim, and talk about Kepka, the last time he won a major, as you pointed out, was 2019. 
This is what he does now, but this is not what Rom does now. As you pointed out, he's the best golfer in the world. He won in January. He won multiple uh, uh, events in February. He won again. This guy is. This is what he does right now. So he wasn't shaken by this course, and I think we have to tip our hat to what he's been able to do in golf right now. This guy. Look at look at that last that last shot um, on 18, where it looked like it looked like he was going beyond the pin. And that ball just hit perfectly, came back for an easy putt. I mean, he's playing the game easy. And there's no and from what I understand, because I don't play the game, but listen to people reading about it, he has no holes in what he does. He does everything very well, and I thought it really showed on Sunday. And Monica McNutt. Well, Izzy, I just wish you would lean in on wanting to give Rom credit. I mean, this guy is now the number one in the world in terms of rankings. But when you look at his uh, performances leading into this one, he was accustomed to playing behind in terms of his strokes. In this one, he got ahead in his strokes. And so for him to start the tournament with a double bogey, y'all, and then come back and then win? Like, yes, Kepka may have had a little bit of a issue down the stretch, but you got to look at what Rahm has done and give him his credit, especially becoming the second or a, another contender from Spain that has been able to win both a Masters and the U.S. Open. Gutierrez, Patrick. I love John Rahm. He's a fun player to watch, but Brooks Kepka looked great through three rounds, too, and he did not match that in the fourth, and therefore, you can't just say that one player played great and the other one played poorly and not point them both out, because John Rahm played well, well enough, obviously, to win, but he didn't have any competition. He did when the round started. Don't. Well, I was just going to say, remember, Rom on Sunday, he also had some a bogey, right, which he came back from mm-hmm. in the end. I mean, and if we talk about golf, we are always talking about Sunday. That's the day you have to – that's the fourth quarter. That's when the game is on the line, and he's the one who now came through. last word. Kepka doesn't play four-round events anymore. I know that's an easy – Target uh, to live, but he doesn't oh. play in a competitive. Well, Phil Mickelson had a, a all-time Sunday, and he's at live, and That's he played well. Didn't get much of the headlines, Phil Mickelson. He played well coming from <laughs> way Everybody out. Everybody was trying of, to avoid talking about yeah. Phil Mickelson. It seemed like, right? Basically, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we've been warm. We'll move on. NBA now, and we have news of the day: Rudy Gobert suspended by the Timberwolves. One game for the punch he threw at Kyle Anderson in yesterday's season finale. He will not play. In tomorrow's play-in versus the Lakers. What a mess. Gobert had apologized reportedly to the team via group chat and publicly via Twitter, but evidently not enough for Minnesota. They needed to win to get to the top half of the play-in. They were down to New Orleans when Gobert threw his punch and got sent home. Additionally, Jaden McDaniels punched the wall, broke his head, so now he's out for the playoffs. They enter like this, Monica. And you said this morning you'd be shocked if Minnesota suspended Gobert. Well, be shocked. Here we go. What, what in the world is this? I am shocked, Tony. I mean, this to me feels like it's way more than just the little skirmish we saw over the weekend. Like, this must be an end-of-the-rope kind of thing when it comes to Rudy Gobert as far as a teammate, which is far more than I can get into. But, I mean, teams get into skirmishes all the time. They're in a game that they must win. Rudy Gobert wasn't playing well. He was playing through back pain. We know Kyle Anderson can be a little bit abrasive in terms of his leadership style. I really didn't think that this warranted all of this, especially with an opportunity to advance in their play-in and then maybe on to the playoffs. Gobert himself said it just days earlier. It's in the paper that Anderson's style is abrasive sometimes, not the word he used, but, but <laughs> I can take it. And then he goes and throws that punch, Monica. What is he thinking? I just, I, he wasn't thinking clearly, Tony. I mean, and honestly, 
like if we're going to grade punches, he didn't actually connect. Like, I'm just surprised that it got to this. Okay, so you think a suspension has to also be something deeper here in the relationship. Kevin Blackison, I'll bring you in here as a team enters the playoffs now, missing two players because they threw punches, one at a person, one at a brick wall. Yeah, well, the one at the brick wall is the worst one because that means you can't play. Mm -hmm. Don't ever punch the floor. Don't ever punch the wall. Your hands, you really need those. As far as Rudy Gobert, I asked, did the Bulls send Michael Jordan home after he punched out Steve Kerr? Um, I don't think so. Uh, but to this point, maybe you just have to suspend him one game. He did profusely apologize in public and to his team immediately. Apparently, the beef was over a defensive assignment. You like that. I was at the Wizards game over the weekend, and a conversation was overheard. <laughs> oh, Boy, these sure are some nice players. And somebody else said, yeah, I wish they weren't so nice. I wish they cared more about the outcome of the game and how everybody's <laughs> playing and whether or not anybody's accountable. So I'll take that. Um, I, I'll take that criticism, and, and I'll, I'll wrap my arms around Gobert. We're going to be talking about about 10 <laughs> NBA games this weekend. All right? The Wizards game is not one of them we're talking about. But I commend you, Kevin Blackstone, for getting out and still doing the job. Israel Gutierrez, how about you? And to think, all they had to do was draft Walker Kessler, and they'd be probably in a better situation than trading for Rudy Gobert. Oh, but, man. Monica, the thing that makes me laugh here is, look, skirmishes happen, yes? But how often do you see you punch somebody punching their own teammate on the bench during a game? A must-win game for that team. A very important game. Maybe not a must-win, but a very important game. That stuff doesn't happen. And if you, like, as Tony said, Rudy Gobert mentioned in the newspaper a couple days ago in an interview that, hey, he doesn't like the style that Kyle uh, leads with. It's abrasive or what have you. And, but he handles it well. No, he didn't. Not in this situation. So, yeah, if, and, and you, you listen to Chris Finch after the game, the, the Minnesota head coach, he didn't have a whole lot of encouraging, heartening things to say that made it sound like he had his team under control. So it sounded like to me you have to do something Otherwise, you're just like, hey, why are you letting him punch his teammates on the bench? So, yeah, I think you have to get, do something, and that team's probably still pretty good and good enough to beat uh, the Lakers without Gobert. Oh, you still think they could beat the Lakers without Gobert? Mm -hmm. Kalisha, you want to jump on that or the punch? Well, even if they don't, I mean, I, I think Izzy, Izzy makes a good point, but in my mind, what the T-Wolves are doing is they're taking the high road, they're suspending their player, yet he, he'll be back for game two. He'll be back for the home game if they lose the Lakers. He'll be back for the home game against the Thunder or the Pelicans. That's the much more winnable game that gets you into the playoffs. So it seems like they're really getting tough showing they're taking a stand. They're not suspending him for two games. They're not suspending him for both playing games, just the first one. There was that. There. And then there was Dallas's decision on Friday. Tim, you told us about this the last show we had, your FaceTime on Tuesday. I didn't think you were serious, but that there was the idea they would tank here. Uh, and they sat everyone in Friday's must-win game. Mark Cuban's response to a year that started with letting Brunson walk and then trading for Kyrie Irving. It was a complete whiff. Report the Mavs better have a big offseason or Luka will ask out. Luka denying that question mark. He says he's happy in Dallas. Tim, what type of situation are the Mavericks and Luka and our entire league in? Just an embarrassing and humiliating one. You know, the Mavericks in the 90s were some of the worst teams in the history of the NBA. Those were just bad teams. This should be a good team. It has two first uh, all-star starters. The only team in the league that has that. Those two players went 4-11 and 11, uh, when they were on the court together. They couldn't even make the top 20 in the league. They couldn't even make the 10 playoff games. They bowed out very ungracefully. And Cuban now thinks they can say, well, we didn't even try to get in. Well, they weren't going to get in 
going to get in anyway, but quitting before that Bulls game, changing the injury report. It was an embarrassment to the fans, and Luca made it very clear he didn't like it. Jason Kidd wasn't in love with it. It's just a humiliating So the idea that the NBA will look into this, is there anything the NBA – can they take away ping pong balls? Can they uh, – that, that would be the only thing that would hurt them. Taking away a, a fine isn't going to do anything, obviously, to Cuban. But the only reason they did this is to try to hang on to that 10th pick and, and get something for that. And, yeah, the ping pong balls would be the only way to Israel hurt Israel Gutierrez. I think the easiest thing in the league to do in NBA, any professional sport to do is lose. And how can they even mess that up? They lose and they get punished for it. I just think, you know, when you're asking Luka Doncic whether he's happy there, I would follow that up with a why. Why after this year would you be happy when you look at some of the mistakes that this organization makes? They traded away some of your best, better teammates for Kyrie Irving, who is not a good fit for you. And then they do this in what, I mean, somebody on this show just said it was a wide-open playoffs, and you're just ruling yourself out even though you have two all-star starter, all, all starters on that team. So, yeah, I think if you're asking Luca if he's happy, you got to say why, because it doesn't seem like the organization's running Kevin Blackstone. Well, look, this is a league that we all know incentivizes losing, um, and that's exactly what the Mavericks have done under Cuban's leadership, and I don't blame Cuban. Hey, they fined him back in, what, 2018 for doing the same thing. They fined him $600,000. It would be really disingenuous for the league to do anything, to take away ping pong balls, when these are the rules that you establish. So if they want to get away from this, then what they need to do is no longer incentivize losing with ping pong balls. Get that out the game. Monica McNuff. Uh, really quickly, it's ugly, it's a little embarrassing, but it's the business. So, like, I get it. Here we are. You put any credence into the idea Luca could move on if they don't come up with something oh, big this summer, Monica. A hundred percent. I mean, he's definitely of that upper tier of, of player that can force their way out. I mean, how fantastic would it be to have an international star in a big city reunited with his former favorite point guard? Oh, you're putting the Knicks in there. Okay. So, and Kalachal, <laughs> just to answer this question. Uh, same question. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if they have another losing season next year, he's going to get very tired of it. They've, they've butchered the roster, and they have a tough, tough summer ahead of them. More from the NBA's regular season finale for the ages when we come back. <laughs> two punches thrown from two different teams, both 2-0. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. NFL news of the weekend coming as a surprise to some. Baltimore Ravens signing Odell Beckham Jr., 15 million guaranteed. Some additional reporting here. Tom Pelissero tweeting the Ravens did everything they needed to land Beckham, and Lamar Jackson was actively involved. Tim, what does it mean for Baltimore? What does it mean for Lamar Jackson then? I think it's good for Lamar. I think I think it gives him a, you know a, a better weapon than he's had. But on the, other, at the same time, I don't think it's great for Odell Beckham Jr. to be the featured receiver. I think he really benefited playing in LA with Cooper Cup. They're worried about him. He could slide under a little bit. He will be the focus of defenses coverage in Baltimore. Israel Gutierrez, as far as Lamar Jackson's trade request from just two weeks ago, does that make this disappear? Well, I know the Ravens aren't quite 30 years old as a franchise yet, but it's wild to me that they've never had a wide receiver who's not a return specialist make a Pro Bowl. So I think anything that's an upgrade at that position is probably good. And with the Lamar Jackson, even though I don't think Odell Beckham is the receiver that he was a few years ago with Lamar Jackson, if there's any sign that he might be happy once he does uh, join the Ravens under whatever the contract situation is, that's a good thing for them. So, you know, that's a positive sign that he was involved. Kevin Blackstone. So you gave $15 million to a 31-year-old wide receiver with two ACLs who's played 20, missed 20 games in the last couple of years. This would be his fourth team, and your quarterback is the one who wants guaranteed money. I don't think he went out and asked for a 31-year-old wide receiver, so I don't know who this benefits he other is than 30, Odell Beckham. And I believe everybody has two ACLs. He's had two torn ACLs. <laughs> but yes, I get the point you're <laughs> yeah. saying, and it's a fair point. Monica, hearing Lamar Jackson was involved. In the bringing in of Odell Beckham, does that make you think the trade request no longer exists and he's back on with the Ravens? I don't think it no longer exists. I do think this is pointing to reconciliation between the reality of the market being kind of soft when it comes to Jackson so far, and now he gets to team up with one of his boys. I mean, Odell Beckham has had a 1,000-yard receiving um, seasons five times. Like, the current crop of receivers they have, nobody's done it outside of him now on that team. So I think this bodes well, but I wouldn't say everything's all perfect yet. Back to the NBA. So, once again, if you're keeping track at home, two teams that punched each other 2-0 in the season finales. The Clippers were also able to survive it. They came back to get a win, which gives them Phoenix in round one instead of Sacramento in round one, which is interesting. So the jockeying of who wants to play who and, and oh. Once again, I say this postseason here, more wide open than any we've ever seen considering how little some of these teams have played together and how they responded to that this season. Israel, we're going to start in the West. Who are you picking in the first round here uh, as far as the matchup you like and who are you picking to come out of the West? Well, to come out of the West, I'm taking the team that got ahead of all of this and punched a teammate in the preseason, and that was the Golden State Warriors. Uh, clearly, that was the theme, and they just knew what they were doing here. Um, when you get a healthy Andrew Wiggins, if you get a healthy Andrew Wiggins in that playoffs, you're going to have the team, the lineup that has the best lineup in the league this right. year. That's played at least uh, 300 minutes. So you definitely have a team that knows what it's doing. They just won a title last year, and nobody like really thought they were a favorite last year going in. So a six so seed, they, you, know, you have the Warriors, the absolutely should be a and the six seed being. Your pick to come out of the West. Slightly ahead of the Suns. Kevin Blackstone, how about you? 
I know that's your bailiwick, but I'm just gotta gotta say it's the Phoenix Suns. They have not lost since Kevin Durant out of PG County, Maryland has joined that team. And not only that, Kevin Durant is playing at an all-time high offensive efficiency for Kevin Durant, right? 60, what is he shooting, like 64% and 52% from the three? This is incredible. And he's bringing defense along with him. Monica McNutt. Uh, while my colleagues bring up the two that I've been wrestling with, I think there's reasons to make arguments against both of them, right? Like a six seed, the Warriors, that's only been done two times a team has been a six seed and gotten to the finals. 99 and 95, Rockets and Knicks, respectively. And then I still wonder about the depth of the Phoenix Suns and their ability to play at the high level in a playoff-style cadence. But having said all that, I know I'm not big on cheating the process. I'm leaning Suns just because I think that Olympic experience is going to mean so much more. <laughs> Wait a second, your entire argument was don't believe in, you underestimated the heart of a champion, to, to quote a phrase, Monica, and the Warriors, and then the Suns, but you're still taking the Suns. I think, I think, I think, I don't know. Tim Kalashaw, bring, bring something here to the table. Nobody even mentioned the one or two seeds, and you yes. know what? I'm not going to mention the one seed either. The two seed, Memphis. <laughs> they'll fight anybody of any age. Oh, any so fighting once again. Any place oh, right. wow, go. Give like me the Grizzlies. They allegedly, win I think we need to say allegedly. And that allegedly, there are no allegedly, that's what they do. <laughs> allegedly. Would you agree this is the most wide open this conference has ever been? Obviously, that's yeah. That's 100%. why Mavs traded for Kyrie. Morty does have Denver as the one seed, by the way. He made that pick. All right, oh, that's, that's it for Shaw. I forgot about that. That's it for McNutt. Gutierrez, Black and Sonar Showdown in two minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Complete and utter radiation. Tampa Bay, 9-0 to start the year. Best start in Major League Baseball in 20 years. What's real here and how real and how far can they take it? Israel Gutierrez, showdown to you. Well, what's real is all the power. The home runs, 24 home runs. That's <clears throat> six more than any other team. It's only been nine games. They also have 15 more RBI than any other team. They're just swatting. They are crushing it. It's a great start for them, 9-0. But I remember in the, 80s, in the 80s, you had two teams start 13-0. Did they go on to win it? No, they didn't. But it's a great start. That's all. Mm-hmm. It's the longest run since the Royals in 03 as well. That team didn't win it. Hats off, you're not wearing a hat. I hate that expression. Point, point to Israel Gutierrez. We'll move on. Showdown two. Oh, this thrilling, 
heart-rendering finish for the national championship. 10 seconds into overtime. That's how Quinnipiac wins the national championship. Jacob Quillen with the title winner in overtime. Kevin, what's the best part? Oh, the best part is just doing it in 10 seconds. I checked the Quinnipiac poll, and everybody agrees with me. That was an exciting way to win a championship uh, in the Frozen Four. the Quinnipiac the poll, very famous. And it is The real. best part about it was that it was a set play that they had set up, and Quinnipiac, Quinnipiac, however you pronounce Quinnipiac. it, 10 letters, 10 seconds, one second for every letter in the score. Their coach, Rand Pecknell, called that play. And then he said he was too emotional. He just wanted to hug people after the game. Hugs are free. Let's go, Israel Gutierrez. It's a lot of hugs after yesterday's game between the Miami Heat and the Orlando Magic. That's because Udonis Haslam played his last regular season game. That's 20 years in the NBA. Now, Udonis lost his mother, Deborah, in 2010. He lost his father in 2021, Johnny, and his father was the inspiration to have him play 20 years when he told him, hey, you look like you could play 20 years. He did that yesterday, <laughs> surrounded by family, even though his parents are no longer with Amazing. him. You look at him in his rookie year and now, he looks the same. He could still play. We'll see you tomorrow.